Hello everybody, once again it's my joy to share with you another study taken from the wonderful book of Revelation and this will be part 10. We have noted so far that the book has what we call the great sign chapters and these are crucially important because they introduce us to the major players of the end time. It is crucial that we familiarize ourselves with these because they instruct us in truth and warn us about things to come. Some of the things to come are just around the corner or more correctly nearly on top of us. In this study then we shall consider the sign of Babylon and surprisingly John's oracle devotes two whole chapters to this matter. This means that it holds great importance and significance, and we should wake up, as it were, as to what it has to say. Sean Wilcock writes the following, The black arts flourished, astrology, witchcraft, and in fact, all satanic occult practices were developed in Babylon. Wow. So that should make us think. And that's why this subject of Babylon is so vitally important to each and every one of us. Chapter 17 then deals with the spiritual roots of Babylon. And chapter 18 with its commercial and political arm of this phenomenon. In both cases, the child of God is to Brexit Babylon for entanglement in its intrigues will pollute and destroy one's relationship with the God of heaven. Actually, the Bible warns us that friendship with the world is enmity with God. James chapter 4 and verse 4. The world is actually Babylon and everything within it. And those who love it, the Bible says, are enemies of God. That's a warning to each and every one of us. Sometimes the intrigues of the world are not so much sinful as they are habit-forming in what would normally be considered a legitimate practice, hobby, exercise, or pursuit. And when these overtake our love for God and supplant our dedication for Jesus, we turn into the very enemies of God. John also warns of getting entangled with the world as its lusts, he tells us, will destroy one's spiritual life. We can read that in 1 John chapter 2 and verses 15 to 17. And there he tells us that we can be destroyed spiritually by the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and of course, uh, the lust for uh, self-importance and all of these things. So John also tells us that the world is passing away. And so God has no inclination to rehabilitate it. You need to hear that. The world is passing away. 
that is, the systems of men. These are passing away. And therefore, God has no inclination to rehabilitate it. Like the Titanic, it is severely broken and the world will sink. We are looking for a new heavens and a new earth wherein righteousness will dwell. And that's what Peter says in his second epistle, chapter 3 and verse 16. There are far too many Christians involved with the world or seeking to repair it. Our ministry is to infiltrate and penetrate the world with the gospel of Jesus and therefore call people out of it. The Christian gospel and the message of the New Testament reminds us that we are called called out ones. That is, we are called out of the world. We are called out of Babylon. We are in the world, but we are not of it. So that brings us then to our consideration of mystical Babylon. And mystical Babylon is, of course, Revelation 17. And John begins his oracle because he sees a woman clothed with purple and scarlet. And uh, she is called the following, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. Wow, that's quite a statement. Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. Furthermore, John sees her sitting aside the beast who rules the ten coming regions of the world. The whole world, we are told in Revelation and Daniel, will be divided up into ten regions and sitting over them, over every tribe, every nation, every tongue, will be the beast. We said much more about him in our last study. But the woman sits on the beast. She is wealthy. She has committed fornication with the rulers of the earth. Masquerading as Christian, she has persecuted the church and even murdered the saints. This is the record of Scripture. This is precisely why John marvels. Could it be, could it be that a pseudo form of Christianity will arise to resist the real church of the living God? The answer is yes. So, this woman, unlike the woman of Revelation 12, which is Israel, this woman is a seductress and therefore deceives the whole earth with her mystical practices that come from Babylon the source of all that is wicked and confusing. That's why we have the word Babel. God brought came down when Babylon came to fruition, as it's recorded in Genesis chapter 11. And they built a tower to reach to the heavens in their rebellion against God. And God came down and he divided them, confused them with languages. 
But actually, this woman is not just pulled out of the air or introduced to the Bible in a type of vacuum. She is actually spoken of in Zechariah chapter 5 and verses 5 to 11. And I'd like to read this to you. Then the angel who talked with me came out and said to me, lift your eyes now and see what this is that goes forth. So I asked, what is it? And he said, it is a basket that is going forth. He also said, this is their resemblance throughout the earth. So we have something here that's going to saturate the earth, something hidden in a basket. Here is a lead disc lifted up, and this is a woman sitting inside the basket. So the basket is covered with a lead cover. It's gone out throughout the whole earth. The woman is a seductress. She's a deceiver. And she's covered with this lead cover. Then he said, this is wickedness. And he thrust her down into the basket and threw the lead cover over its mouth. Then I raised my eyes and looked and there were two women coming with the wind in their wings. These are angelic beings. For they had wings like the wings of a stork. And they lifted up the basket between the earth and heaven. So I said to the angel who talked with me, Where are they carrying the basket? And he said to me, To build a house for it in the land of Shinar. That is Babylon. When it is ready, the basket will be set there on its, on its base. So this tells us that this wicked woman covers the earth with her deception. And actually she is sourced out of Babylon. She's placed there on a type of altar. And then the lead cover is removed and she manifests in all her wickedness. And this, my friends, is the woman clothed with purple and scarlet in Revelation chapter 17. She is a woman of great wickedness. She's in this basket taken to Babylon. And at the right time, the seal, the lead seal will be removed and she will come forth to deceive the nations with her occultism and wickedness. It is to be noted that she will collaborate with the coming beast, that final beast of history of the end time, in such a way that she will encourage his determination to usher in global government. But in the end, we are told the beast seeking to present himself as God alone will turn on her and burn her with fire. This, I believe, is a picture of apostate Catholicism and apostate Protestantism and some other forms of the Christian church today. I believe that with all my heart because this particular passage gives description of that. The Bible says, that this apostate entity has a long record because it has become drunk with the blood of the saints throughout the ages.
It has persecuted the people of God. It has burned them at the stake. It has murdered them and drowned them because they held their faith in Christ. Even those who believed in full immersion as baptism, for baptism, have been murdered by this woman. And that is the truth. Many of the great saints of old were in fact burnt at the stake simply because their crime was that they translated the Bible into the language or vernacular of the common people. My dear friends, there is a pseudo form of Christianity in the world today that never preaches the gospel of Jesus, that never preaches on hell or sin, never preaches on the cross of Christ, but has adopted a social gospel by which its whole interest is simply that of lifting up of the human condition and never preaching the great story of redemption that all have sinned, fall short of the glory of God and need a saviour. And then their behaviour will change and society will be different. The Wesleyan revival teaches us that. However, this chapter lays special emphasis upon her coming relationship with the beast or the Antichrist. It is here in this chapter, chapter 17 of Revelation, that the identity of the beast is alluded to in that he is part of seven empires of which six have already come. The seventh is the beast empire, which in fact only endures for a short time. And then it is removed after his death. The leader of the seventh empire has a mortal wound to the head and he's gone and with his empire as well. And then he comes back as the eighth, but also, of course, part of the seven. And his calling card, as it were, is the following, that he hates the church of Jesus that he hates the Jewish people with a passion and that he is an individual who loves war and is given over to the God of destruction or of war. Daniel tells us that in Daniel chapter 11, 37 to 38. So let's quickly read from Revelation chapter 17 again, for it tells us who the beast is. And the story, my friends, again, as I said last week, is this. The beast has been here before. And that's why the whole world marvels, because they easily recognize him and are overcome because they thought he was gone, but he's back again. It comes back from the abyss, the very abyss or the bottomless pit. Listen to this. Revelation 17 verse 8. The beast that you saw was and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel 
whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they see the beast that was and is not and yet is, that is, he lives again. Here is a mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. These are also seven kings. Five have fallen and one is. That was the Roman Empire beast. And the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth. And is of the seven and is going to perdition. My dear friends, he's been here before. He's filled with occultism and wickedness, hatred beyond measure for the people of God. And he serves a God of war. We have been warned. That brings me to commercial Babylon. Chapter 18 warns us against getting embroiled in the glitter and sparkle of Babylon in terms of what it has to offer as it as regards the accumulation of things. Babylon here in this chapter is now reflected in the world system, which constitutes a huge and bigger entity than the original Babylon of the book of Genesis. But this original Babylon tells us something about the present global manifestation of this entity, in that it will resist God. It will be in rebellion against God and it will endeavor to outshine him in every possible way. Again, this is much like the building of the Titanic that was heralded as unshakable and unsinkable and a tribute to the idea that man was the center of the world. He was the center of everything more than God and definitely challenged the God of the Bible. But God brought that thing down just as he toppled the Tower of Babylon. And we see this again in the 1960s and 1970s and 80s, where the rapid advancement in all areas of human endeavor led many to claim, and we've seen movies about it, that God is dead. God is man. Look what he can do. He could even go to the moon. There is nothing that he cannot achieve. Just like the Tower of Babel. Some have tried to suggest that Babylon here in Revelation chapter 18 is the United States of America. It is not. Because the USA has never been guilty of the blood of the prophets and saints and all who were slain on the earth. Revelation 18 and verse 24. My friends, this is a reference to something far bigger and more sinister. In that it refers to the world system that includes the practice of false religion and the occult. No wonder. Revelation 18 declares, come out of her, my people, lest you receive her plagues. This is Malcolm Heading.